Troy Seeley, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you very much, mate. I am good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. So when I put it on Instagram, you you suggested yourself, and I'm going to call you straight out on it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what have you done? Okay. You suggested I got to a point and I went, should be quite sick on a podcast to be fair. Yeah, mate, I, I see, I backed myself as a guest. I thought, you know what, mate, I'll put myself forward. I've always wanted to do it, but I didn't actually think that you'd mess me and say, yeah, come on, but oh, shit. We'll have to come on now. And I'm more than happy because I know we've got a lot in common and we've got good topics to talk about. Yeah. Well, thing is, Kev, you do get things done. I know if, I, if I'd said that to you, you wouldn't have let it die. There's no way you would have let me not come on. So that's why I've done it, mate. I thought he's going to chase me until I have to block him or something. I don't want to do that. Uh, to anyone who does know, it's been three days since uh, Troy said yes. <laughs> right, get it straight on. Uh, first thing I'm going to talk about is yesterday. I wanted to talk about your competition yesterday. How did it go? Um, go on. To be honest, but I haven't. I haven't truly processed it. Like before the competition, I was in training, felt like shit. I was like, oh, mate, I'm dreading this. I couldn't process it in my head. And it was only when I got there yesterday that I was like, shit, I'm gonna have to actually do this. And uh, all we'll say is uh, I lost 2-0. I have no idea how I lost 2-0 because I threw the man into next week. <laughs> so there was a point where I was my back was on the mat and he is both his feet were off the floor and he was going over onto his back. I was like, okay. Looked at the scoreboard, Gef. 2-0, thought, sound, I'll have that. Looked again two minutes later. It was his fucking name. <laughs> oh, shit. Very, very similar to me last week. Oh, mate. It's terrible. You just, you just glance, don't you? I just glance and thought, oh, I've had the better of him. I'm winning. The lad went for a single leg. I caught him in a guillotine. A really, really deep. Um, three minutes later, we're still in this guillotine trying to squeeze <laughs> I'm in a body triangle. Trying to, and my legs were starting to cramp because I was that like squeezing that much off him. His face was so close, my bins. Do you know what I mean? Living in Liverpool, we've got, we've got purple bins. Um, and yeah, I looked at the scoreboard, it's 2 nils. I was like, fucking here we go. Looked again, and I saw five advantages on the other side, and I was like, fuck, that's my side. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to go for the sweep, everything in the end last couple of seconds. But um, was that um, quarterfinals or was it just the round or what was it? Uh, it? It was the eighth finals at Southern Scoreboard, so I'm not actually sure what that is. Okay, there so, was quite a few lads there, and like it was right. like I said, you know what competing's like, mate. It's so different to training. Yes, it's all it takes. on not just your body, but on your head. Like, mate, I was shitting myself. It's um, and what were you like weight wise? Better. Oh, oh, mate, you'll laugh at this. I've actually I've not told anyone this. Well, so I weighed in in the morning at my house at 78.8. And I have to be 79.5. So what weight were you competing? 79.5 is like the maximum I can be. Okay. 78.8. And I had uh, instant oats, you know, out of, the, out of the little part, a protein shake. And that's it, mate. And I got there and I was 81.2. So in front of everyone, mate. I was there. I had this trackie on. Yes, I am wearing the same clothes again, but, you know, see me. Yeah. I took it all off, mate. I took my chain off. I took my Apple Watch off. took everything off. And I was just there and we boxed in front of everyone because there was a big queue to weigh in. Yeah, yeah. Usually, there's not a queue. You just jump oh, on. No, you jump on, yeah, yeah. Mate, there was a queue. There's people behind me. I was like, oh, fuck. I was there in my boxes. I got down 
to 80.1 and he just he waved it off. He said, oh, yeah, that, that's around about half a kilo either way. We, they allow half a kilo either way. And he waved it off. I was like, shit, how the fucking hell has that happened? Because <laughs> I, I don't know, because um, in the All-Stars and stuff, they, they don't allow any negotiations. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was shocked, mate, when he said it. But obviously, I was relieved, slash not relieved, because I started to go and fucking do it, lose. Yeah, but do, do you kind of understand where you went wrong with it? Well, as I was saying what I ate, you sort of put your head in your hands, so is that where I went wrong? I heard the oats. <laughs> your head went to your body, then put carbohydrates, just went, oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> hey, I was at a seminar last week, and Ash Williams said, do not do anything differently on the day you come, but you usually do. So I said, fuck it, I'll just have to, I'll eat what I usually eat then. And uh, you live and learn, Geth, don't you? Of course. <laughs> That's not my forward sale. All that, like, you know, make and wait and stuff, that's your game, mate. That's not mine. It's it's one of them where you'll know next time maybe not to have as much oats or have them the night before so they digest it in your body so you know what's going on. Yeah. That would be a better option, mate. I'm going to be competing now for a few months, so... Are you not? No, nah, I can't, mate. I can't do it again. <laughs> I've got one in 7th of November, Nottingham. Have you? Which one? Nottingham uh, British Open. Oh... <laughs> You brave man. But the whole team is going down pretty much. Like, oh, man, that'd be a good day out there. Like, we've not had um, the team down with us before. Um, they've been going to London and stuff like that. So, um, me and Ben, one of the lads I usually compete with, are like, you know what, let's do Nottingham. Let's, like, get a whole team behind us. Because if we're doing okay without a coach in a corner, if, if you get me, I yeah, think we'll yeah. do a better with someone talking us through the moves and stuff like that as well. So, yeah, um, I just looked today and uh, Nottingham said there's an extra 200 people to add to the list who are already there. Oh, so I, I think at the moment I'm quite lucky. I think I've got three people in my group, including me. Oh, oh mate, there we go. <laughs> but the fact there's 200 to be added to the list, uh, I'm, I'm, even if you just say 10 in each category, it's uh, a lot. You can kiss that consolation bronze goodbye, mate, because you're gonna have to scrap oh, for it. Mate, it's no 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 uh, won't be going for three uh, third straight away now, will we? It won't be a round robin. <laughs> we won't uh, you'll be yeah, so three weeks. I'm not looking forward. Because it's the week after Paul Mort's uh, th- uh, thing in Newcastle. Oh shit. Yes. Oh shit. Hey, tell him to give you a bit of inspiration for it, he'll set you straight, won't he? I've asked him, can we have a roll on Saturday? Um but, do you know what I mean? Not for everyone, is it? <laughs> <laughs> not, not everyone can handle a ballad beat down, mate. Do you know what I mean? I'm all drink silly anyway, so we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Um, so, this time last year, you were not a personal trainer, were you? October. No, I wasn't. Funnily enough, I was just starting my journey of self-development. I've just signed up to work with Paul Moore this time last year. And you've just reminded me of that. There we go. Um, (laughs) What were you doing? What was I doing this time? Putting stories on your on your uh, Instagram, putting Instagram stories wearing a builder's hat, pretending to look busy. (laughs) Yeah, you know, (laughs) anyone who worked on a building site knew that I was on that. Considering I had a a very responsible job that required me to be present a lot, how I managed to blag that for so long, I will, I will never know. So, for context. I used to work on a building site. Well, 
use the term work very turn up, turn up to a building site very lightly i turn up and moan i'd kick a few stones i'd do the bare bare minimum of what i had to do for that day and i'd fuck off home so anyone who is uh new to the working industry and wants to get away with a few hours of work i'm going to give you a little tip here walk around with a brush and i promise you not a single person will question it because I stood around the kitchen. If I didn't want to work that day, I would just walk around with a brush. And at any point, someone said, what are you doing? I'm just going to clean floor there. No problem. Exactly. No, no questions asked. You can Listen, you can do it outside. It doesn't matter. No one will question it. <laughs> as long as you've got something in your hand that like identifies that you're doing a job that someone else doesn't want to do, that make them leave you alone. Yeah. I used to um, I used to walk around a pen, just like I'm filling out paperwork, but like, oh yeah, right, go on, go do yeah. it. Like, yeah. I got uh, put all the paperwork on me to be fair. I quite enjoyed it because it just meant I can go to the office Saturday afternoon, put Sky Sports on and just watch this watch the scores come in. Um and if anyone asks, I used to lock the office. So they'd have to come to me so I can click the um new screen. I just go back up and there you go. <laughs> a bit of time to close all the tabs before you open the door. Exactly. Sky Sports News, three o'clock. I mean, Jeff Dellen. Is that when you were chefing? Yes. Oh, mate. The glory days. Yeah, there, there were glory days, to be fair. They were all right. Um, so why did you change from being a, was it a bricky a joiner? What were you? Bricky John. <laughs> Put some respect on my name, mate. I was an engineer. Uh, I, was, I was second in command. I just saw that. one on Instagram, so I thought you were one of them. No, I was an engineer. But um, why did that stop is a good question because, again, we've, we, we must have dropped Paul's name about three times here. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Moore asked me a very good question, a question that everyone should, in my opinion, ask themselves. He said, if you weren't in work, what would you be doing? And everything that I... So I was jujitsu. It was walking up mountains. It was going to the gym. It was... Well, there was a few more, right? But they all came back. Or Muay Thai at the time. They all came back to fitness. Every single I could, I was like, what could I get a job in that's going to sort of explore all these options that I enjoy? And fitness was like the common denominator between them all. So it was like, it was a no brainer. Went and did the PT course, qualified, set up my business, and now here I am. Who did you do your course with? His name is called the PT Mentor on. Um, uh, um, I know it's going to be Pete. I can't hate it. Carl, I think his name is. Carl Moore. That's him, yeah. I did it through him, mate. Um, Purely because it was distance learning and you could do it at your own pace. Like around here, it could, obviously because of COVID as well, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to go to the test centres and shit like that and it wasn't running. So like, I would have had to wait six months and been sat still for six months, mate. I wasn't prepared to sit still doing fuck all for that now. I'm getting this sorted now. Get a head start in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did mine with a training room. Um, so when I first started, I started getting clients in, but just explain to them that I'm learning, I'm training. Um, and then obviously went straight into lockdown straight after. So I was like, shit, this. Get this done quick. Get them program cards done. Get this done. Get that out of the way. Come on. Let's get that <laughs> through the post. Come on. I love that. Open it back up. I'll say, right, let's go. We've done this now. All the hard work done. Let's get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the easy work. That was the easy work, I think. 
I suppose, yeah. Well, some people, it, it's funny how I, even as a PT, like people, different PTs enjoy different things. It's like how PTs all have their own expertise, don't they? Like a lot of people, something I think about this the other day, and I was completely off topic. I don't know how I've got onto this. I love that. Do you know a lot of people say that the PT market is saturated? So, like, I don't think it is, but like people who aren't PTs will say that. But not only is it saturated between good PTs and shit PTs and PTs who should be called trainers because they're not PTs, but like no two PTs will have the same methods, have the same views, like have the same specialities. Like you can get two PTs who um, argue the toss about fat loss, but I guarantee the way they train and the way they put their nutrition out to their clients is different. So the market's not saturated because everyone is different. People just see PT, 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 that's it. Weight loss, muscle gain. It's so much deeper and no two PTs are the same. So just as an off topic, the market isn't saturated at all. You've just got to weed out the ones you like. To add on to that, if you go through a general population followers, for example, um, someone who is not a personal trainer, they don't follow barely any PTs. PTs yeah, exactly. PTs. That's it. Yeah. That's why, that's why yeah. there's more PTs, because you follow every PT in the world. Yeah, exactly. I like... <laughs> You kid yourself into thinking that, like, there's so many PTs out there doing all this and doing that, and like, you're always against all these people. Like, oh, everyone's seeing what they're doing. Well, that's a fact. Like you say, Sandra from down the road maybe follows one or two PTs, so she hasn't got a fucking clue. And you're, like, you're sat there like, oh, my God, there's so many people putting content out. How the fuck am I going to navigate through this? But, no, it's, it's a good observation. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, it's something that I was, like... Um, thinking when I started and I remember talking to Sean in the gym um, and I went, listen, too many PTs here. And he goes, there's only one of you. Oh, that, that. And I went, you know, he goes, there's only one of you. No one can be the same as you. Be, like be you. And that's that's how, what I did. I was like, right, okay, I'll be me, but a little bit more hyped up, more energetic, more this. And that's it. That's what you're getting. Um, and he that's also like- said, and he also said there's more people because uh, obviously uh, our market is fat loss and stuff. He said uh, there's more people who is obese than there is of PTs, so there'll be enough people to go around with. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fair enough. I uh, I like that one. So just a random uh, Facebook request. There's <laughs> enough people that need what you do, mate. At the end of the day, that's how I see it always. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, like, that's exactly what you want to hear on like you see your first day. Like I like Sean. I've only met him once, but you can tell like you know as far as mentals go. That's exactly what you need, mate. That's what you need to hear. So, yeah, and someone that really helped over the last year, definitely, because it was twenty third of November. I paid my first month's rent in that gym, so we're going into eleven months now. Yeah, still um, going strong. We're doing all right. Something like eighty percent of PTs don't make it to their second year, so I've got like as long as I'm like not all my clients now leave the next six five weeks, I'll be okay. I'll be in that twenty percent. Shit. I've got like a year and a half to go yet, mate. Fucking hell. So the first year, first year, eighty oh, percent. Yeah. No, mate. I'd say I'm in this. I know I'm in this for the long run. It's for me. It's it's not about what how to navigate this. It's not about status. It's not about having loads of money. Don't get me wrong. Everyone needs money. Money is a vehicle that allows you to access the nicer things in life. But for me. It is making sure that people never go through what I went through with fitness. So, like, that'll always be in me because I went through it. So, there's, I know looking to the future, there's no way that I won't be doing this in some sort of scope. Yeah, of so course. It goes back to your why, doesn't it? 
we we did um, discuss this on the way. Well, I say we. You were sleeping in the back of the. Uh, we went down to <laughs> you and Ali <laughs> discussed this. When we went down to London. So uh, <laughs> and stuff. Uh, it was the August Bank Holiday. Uh, you, me, and Ollie went down to London to the IFS event. Can I just put in that I was doped up on was it codeine or codeine because I had like minor surgery on my ear, so that's why I was asleep. Oh, is it? Yeah. Anyway, let's just. Uh, you see it, it's gone straight back. It's just it's it, it, if someone's gonna look at my ears in the pub now, I think I'm not messing with this con. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean? Everyone's gonna be joining uh somewhere now just to get a cauliflower ear just to look hard. Yeah, it's come to my head, I'll give you it. Um I'll, but yeah, we went on to London um and it was the first time I'm meeting you face to face, and to be fair, your your book's still here. Um, oh yeah, with James Smith book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was the first time uh, we uh, I I met face to face, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Really. Uh, was the second because of the no second, was, no, the, second of the, the competition competition yeah. And it was just like you know, someone's you just know someone's just dead sound. Yeah. Man. I was like, yeah, fucking come on, get get lifters, you know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. You've passed the test, mate. Up in. Um, sorry, mate. Just someone's trying to message me loads on Facebook. Yeah, mate, I've turned my phone off. <laughs> I was going to say it's gone on silent now. There we go. There's just a person on the side. I was like, it's not important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just turn it around. Laugh. Someone messages me on Facebook. It's ninety-nine percent not going to be important. Oh no. Um, I don't even know why that's on. To be fair, but yeah, we went to London. Um, Troy decided to sleep for four hours there, four hours back. Yes. Um, when we got to the hotel, just started to sleep again. It was like, <laughs> it, if you were an animal, you'd definitely been a sloth there. Oh, oh yeah. Like, recovery <laughs> is key. Recovery is key. Like, you know. Can I just confirm that you did not, you slept in the actual event as well? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, mate, I, I, I came for James Smith and as soon as that was over, I switched off. Mate. I don't know why. I can't remember it. I can't remember who was talking. And I looked around and my head was just nodded off. Just kept... <laughs> the thing is, we were sat quite low close to the front as well, and we were quite central. So it takes balls that guy. You know what, I'm saying? Oh, what was your biggest takeaway take out from IFS then? Um I, well, funnily enough, like there was a lot, wasn't there? There was a lot to take in. And um the one thing that I did take in. It was what Paul said. It was something I can't. I'm going to butcher this, and I know we keep mentioning Paul, but you know, everything seems to go back round to him. Um, it was something like, "Don't just don't be part of that percent that go, that comes to this event and then goes away and does fuck all." Like I, I messaged him straight after it, and I was like, "Look, I'm I'm not going to be that person who's going to do nothing." I went on a mindset Monday the next day and went on a hot seat and said, "Look, what can I do now that's going to make make me not in that." Um, section of people who don't who do, do fuck all and i just that's when i kick started my email campaign so i just started doing emails so like for me the biggest take home was the emails don't get me wrong those, those other things but that's what stood out and i know we spoke about it after it but me you and ollie weren't happy about not not knowing how to make um, five grand a month laugh. <laughs> that's what we went for it's a lot of promises oh. <laughs> yeah. a lot of promises made <laughs> But a lot of smoke was still there. Yeah. You, you had to, if you like, it was a dot-to-dot piece that you had to put yourself and they gave you 50% of it. And But, yeah. the, but you yeah. couldn't see the rest of the dots. 
Yeah, it was like, yeah. What was your biggest take-home? Um, I liked, personally, I liked Darren's talk. Yeah. Uh, I resonated quite well with him. Um, I resonated quite a lot with what he was saying about um, stuff. Um, like, Lisbon next year, more I digest it and stuff, is looking less likely than I'm like, I want to. Do I mean it? I don't know. I was going to offer you my ticket, like, for me, mate, it, it just seemed more of a piss-up. You know what I mean? Like, at the minute, like I said, I don't drink, so at the minute, I'm not really into drinking and stuff like that, so like, that's a large part of the selling point is, you know, the partying stuff, which will be good, don't get me wrong, but I just don't know if it fits for me at the minute. Yeah, I'm the same as you. Um, at the moment, I'm not drinking, um, especially with comps and stuff coming up. I'll probably over Christmas have a few years, but once again, it won't be anything silly. I don't think I'll go out into the pool at all or no. on a night out. Obviously, I've got Newcastle. That's the only thing, really. Um, and even then, it, won't, I, it doesn't bother me. I can go and not drink. I mean, <laughs> and this is the point where everyone turns us off because they think, what a pair of boring cunts these are. They <laughs> 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 know exactly what's, uh, what's with me anyway. I, I don't drink. No, I'm uh, quite open with it as well. Uh, used to, used to love a beer, but not anymore. Not anymore. Um, so we mentioned jujitsu, um, and it's probably one of the reasons why you follow me to get tips. Um, <laughs> I can't remember who followed who first. I can't remember. How do I? Uh, neither can I. To be fair, I would have thought I could remember was every other morning I'd have you on my stories chatting shit in a builder's hat. And I was like. <laughs> like you know what? He's quite funny. This lad. I would have kept him on. It's been a few times where I've been like. Fuck off, not today, mate. Not today. Yeah, I, I, that, that's that's what I aim to do, mate. I just want to weed them people out. But at the other day, they were like, you stay in his sound. Um, yeah, yes, I appreciate that, lad. But, but, but what did you do out of, like you say, Muay Thai and stuff like that? You, you know, you've done other combat sports, but... Why Jiu-Jitsu? Yeah. Um, so I was training Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu together, and... I enjoyed them both, but the way my gym was set up, so you do jiu-jitsu first and then Muay Thai was straight after. Yeah. And I I didn't like being out of the house for that long. I didn't like getting home late. And Muay Thai, after doing, doing jiu-jitsu and then Muay Thai, the Muay Thai was always shit because I was fucked from jiu-jitsu. Right. So it was always like a vicious cycle that I wasn't recovering from jiu-jitsu because I had Muay Thai and then I couldn't focus on one or the other because, you know, I was doing both. Yeah, yeah. But then I think a big part of the jiu-jitsu, well, a big part is not just the sport, it's the coach that I've got and the lads there. Like, yeah. that. Then I think jiu-jitsu must be like, you know, 50% the sport itself. And then the coach and the lads split that last 50%. And it just, I know it sounds fucking sad, mate, but it's more like a community, isn't it? Like, and the progression too. Like, you, you get physical marks, like, you know, I don't know if people know about belts and stripes and things like that, but... Like, you know, you start off on your white belt and then you get in your stripes and, like, that little bit of material just, like, sums up, like, what, three, between three and five months of hard fucking graft, hard, like, you know, sweat, literal sweat, blood and tears, mate, because sport makes you sweat, it makes you bleed, and it makes you fucking cry at the same time, doesn't it? There's been a few days where I've drove home um, with no radio on or <laughs> yeah. um, I, I'll just go um, play James Hunt, please. <laughs> and you know what it's a banger after banger but yeah it, it come down yeah um, um, from Warrington and I'm like don't want to go back 
Nicole, I'm session gay burners, mate. That's when you just want to set the gay on fire. Like that. I'm done. I'm out of the sport. Never again. But what's your goal with jiu-jitsu then? Where do you want to go with it? Oh, everywhere. I want to go everywhere. So you see, the way our... I th- I'm not sure how Gracie Baha works. It's, just, it's a lot bigger than our club. Um, but our club's Sukata. I would love to bring it down to my area. So I travel like 25 minutes to the gym. But my actual area, Denbyshire, for starting real other places, there's nowhere real with like there's no jujitsu scene here, and like there's no there's like a few you're clubs. But... You're from Prestatyn, really? What in? Did you just say you're from Prestatyn? I went to school in Prestatyn, didn't I? Right. So you cannot claim right. That's... <laughs> you can't claim Den. Prestatyn's not in Denbyshire. Yes, it is. Oh, I swear down it is. Is it actually? I, I thought it was um it was further away. No, Pistatin's Denbyshire. This is Pistatin Rill, Prithlam, all Denbyshire. Really? I thought I thought uh, Pistatin was in Gwyneth. No, fuck it. G- Gethin, you call yourself a Welsh man. Wait, wait, I've I've don't know why I've got it the wrong way around. I thought Towen and Pistatin were the other way around. My bad. No, no. My bad. Apologies, carry on. Yeah, right. Okay, well, you've thrown me off that, mate. Uh, you said you were going to bring it over to... Yeah, well, I'd, I'd love to bring it down to my like to my area, but obviously that's that's the long-term plan. That's years in the future. You know, I've got a lot to concentrate on now, so for now it's just turning up to training, mate, getting that blue belt and getting some fucking medals. Yeah. Like, you know, I won't, I won't sugarcoat it, mate. That's what I want, mate. I want medals and I want higher belts. That's what people go for. Yeah, no, I, I, I fully agree. Just I've got... I've got one here. Um, I just need more to join the crew now. Um, I just need one, mate. I've got fucking none. You know what? There was two of us on the competition. I got second, so I'm all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was just an intercomp as well. It wasn't even a proper competition. Well, I'm glad you said it, mate, because I hang my heart to tell you. But I did go up weight to compete, so I really did get gold in my own weight. Um, yeah, I went, do you want a gold in this way and not compete? Or do you want to compete and go for gold in that way? And I was like, I'll go for gold in the other one. Oh, really? I didn't know they said that. Do you, yeah. do you know, mate? A lot, a lot of people would have just took the gold. And I've seen a lot of people fucking do that. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't feel any pride with being handed no. the cap. So I thought, you know what? If I lose, I get second. If I win, then I win two divisions, really, didn't I? Yeah. No cap for it. You know, you could have, you could be speaking to the champ, champ, right now, but we are not. <laughs> champ, champ. That that will be after Nottingham. We'll have a conversation after Nottingham. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll come back on that. Do, do you know what? Um, I saw some of the absolute belts that's in Nottingham. They're proper belts. Yeah. Not like star belts. They're proper absolute belts. And I was like, but it's fifty quid per I think, just for the absolutes. Ooh. And what's how does that work? So is it over six seventy six and below seventy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. yeah, I reckon you can do that. I got every faith. Yeah, but I've got to make the other version as well. Okay. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm trying to cut below seventy one and be over seventy for the other over seventy six. <laughs> um, yeah, ignore me, that. It would. It wouldn't go well. I don't think. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but my personal thing that this year after this comp is, I think the next one's in February, so be, uh, one in Manchester, I think. So uh, Empire. Uh, could I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it's on. It might be smooth comp. It might be a British Open. Um, oh, 
but it's proper from this comp to the next one is proper going to uh, the gym and really, really hit work hard in the gym and not as much in jiu-jitsu. So what, I'm interested if you come on to this. Go on. So how, what do you do outside of jiu-jitsu to supplement your jiu-jitsu? At this very moment? Uh, well, both, considering you said that you're going to hit the gym hard. So what do you do now and what are you planning to do? Uh, so at the moment, uh, I'm just focused on jiu-jitsu because my energy levels are quite low at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I do that three or four times a week. Yeah. Um, but I was um, doing three gym sessions as well. So I do Monday gym, Tuesday jiu-jitsu, Wednesday gym, Thursday jiu-jitsu, oh, okay. Saturday jiu-jitsu, and I was ruined by Sunday. Um, and oh. I, did, I did that for about four or five weeks. I was like, I can't do it. So then I, what I do, do now is then I'll do like one day a week in the gym maybe. Um, I don't really focus on it because I focus in more on my jiu-jitsu. But I've just um, bought a, a new belt for my uh, exercise bike to get the kind oh. of things on because obviously the other one now the weather's getting shit people people are like oh i can't get my steps in get an exercise bike do it at home you don't have to get your steps in just do it at home stop being lazy the man with every solution prevails as always <laughs> so my exercise bike's been broke since may i think right and i went wait a minute i need a new belt for that but a belt doesn't fit Tried everywhere for this belt, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna have to buy a new exercise bike then." And I mean, just gonna have to go. Um, and then someone, someone said in the gym, "Why don't you get a treadmill?" I was like, a, "A treadmill? I don't, I don't like running. Never <laughs> mind. I don't like running. I don't mind bike running. I don't like running. And the fact that when, if I want to run, I just go outside." Yeah. Exercise is a little different. You can watch, you can sit down and watch TV, or you can do a bit of an laptop on that. Right. I'm going to put that out there, mate. But who I know what I can't get on board with. Go on. People who drive to the gym to go on the fucking treadmill. Yes. I don't, I don't get it, mate. To feel the fire here and just say oh, they wanted to get their steps up. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Go on. I've done. I've said that on purpose because this is one of the excuses I was told uh, last week. I've had this one last week. I'm going to go on the treadmill after workout to get the steps up. I said, just fucking walk home. So just walk to and from the gym. You saved your fuel. Put a podcast on. I said, I just it blows my mind. Get like that's like it's like it's I don't know. It's like the two sides of lazy, isn't it? Because they don't want to walk to the gym, but they'll drive to the gym and then walk at the gym. Like, why? Just just walk around the block. <laughs> if the weather's shit, then I kind of get it. And I'll say kind of. But I'd much prefer to see you walk around the house and yeah. do, do some cleaning or something. And I know it's, it sounds really fucking misogynist, but male or female, I don't care. Two goods, one stone. I really don't yeah. care. Get, get cleaning done if you want to get your steps up. Um, but if you want to get fit, Get an exercise bike. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a totally get different. Bike. Okay. Get, get an exercise bike, honestly. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna like, have a new point now. Next week, we're like, so getting 10 for an exercise bike. <laughs> <laughs> 10 percent off, but at the moment, it's 10 percent off yet. Um, but yeah, it's one of your pet hates, isn't it? What people not getting their steps up, yeah, it does, mate, because like. 
I don't know. I just don't buy it, mate. It's, like, obviously, in certain circumstances, um, you know, there is, there is obviously, there's sometimes there is a buffer where people can't get them. But what, what drives me mad is that people seem to think that the gym makes you an active person. And I don't think, I don't think it works like that. Like, I know people who work office jobs, so they'll sit at a desk literally nine till six. They'll go to the gym for 40 minutes to an hour and they'll claim to be an active person. You are not an active person. Being active is being up and about, isn't it? It's being up and about getting things done, you know. Like you say, even just cleaning. Cleaning around the house, you're an active person, but going to the gym doesn't make you an active person, in my opinion. It also, being active is doing something more often than not. Yeah. If you're going to the gym an hour a day, an hour, hour every two days, let's say, so you're going three hours a week, that's still leaving 165 hours of the week. Exactly. It's like a ticking decision that people are like, oh, I've been to the gym for now, I'm active. That like, you're fucking not. <laughs> you know, another thing that's going to come on to you, mate, because you've, you've opened the floodgate here now. This is what I want. I'm going to do every single one of these. I'm going to get, I'm going to clip them and I'm going to put them on my reels. I'm just going to let them, just let everyone just, I'm going to tag you and I'm just let everyone fuck. Right. So, so what was I going to say then? I, I might have completely forgot. Oh, oh, that's it. That's it. Like, no one looks outside of the gym, and that's what really fucking winds me up. Like, like fitness, lifestyle, health, nutrition. People all bunch that together in just this hour little slot that you go to the gym in. It's, it's fucking not like what you can achieve in the the hours outside the gym will greater affect your result than the hour in the gym, and that's fucking that's just true. It's period, and there's no way you can you can argue with that. But so many people have it in their head that like. The hour in the gym is a be all end all. They can do whatever the fuck they want with the other time of the day, and it'll be all right. Well, it's fucking not like that, mate. I'd rather someone focus on the what the how many hours do you reckon you get to yourselves a day? Like five, apart from work. And it all depends if you're working. What 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 gets to feel a bit what what you're going at is people saying they've not got time to do it, but they look at the screen time. Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, you know what I mean, it's it, like unless your screen time's half an hour, which is impossible. Then you have got time. Like there's, it's it's a priorities thing as well, isn't it? At the end of the day, people don't prioritize things enough. People get people also stress and worry about the smallest possible things. Like what? Everything. <laughs> okay. Stress and worry about the smallest things in the world. Okay. About and any you can name any like. Do you, you go on your Facebook, okay? And I guarantee you, within the first two scrolls, okay, like ah, someone will be complaining on something, okay? Any pointless, oh, pointlessly complaining, okay? And what gets to me a little bit is the fact that people don't, people will put that on a pedestal and like, I need to complain about it. That is worth complaining about. They will yeah. complain about everything. They complain about whether you can't control it. Shut up. If you can't control it, then just push it aside. So I was reading uh, a thing about this um, the other day and it, it was about um, building mental strength and building like mental resilience. And the, what they said was write down everything you worry and stress about and cross out everything you cannot control. And I was like, wow, wow. And I was like, that is absolute gold that bit there and I was like 
So I, I did it myself. I was like, right, what do I complain about in a day? And I just wrote eight or nine things that I, I know I complain about. Eight or nine? <laughs> You're being generous to yourself. <laughs> that was within an hour. <laughs> the hour. <laughs> I, I had to schedule it in, complain about things, 12 till 1. <laughs> yeah. sure. I, I had the rest of my day planned out. Um, and then it got to a point where I was like, I don't need to complain about any of that. So what I catch myself doing now is when I want to complain about something, I'll write it down. And then I'll be like, right, if I complain about it again, is it worth complaining about or do I need to stop complaining about it? And now I'm complaining about people who are complaining, which is brilliant. That's what you want, mate. The thing is, though, I bet a lot of people will read that, but how many people will go and do it? Absolutely none. Yeah. Like I say, knowledge is nothing without action, is it? Oh, dear. Wow. Clip that. Jamie, Jamie, clip that. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> well, I post that to you, real mate. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be viral <laughs> within the hour. I did that the other day, right? Um, about one of my last podcasts, I said, Jamie, can you get this up, please? Because obviously, Joe Rogan does it. And the, um, I can't remember who I was with. I went, Who's Jamie? Have you got someone working for you? And I was like, Right, I'm going to clip that. I'm going to edit that off. No, that just makes me look stupid. but I'm glad that you laughed about it and if you haven't noticed already I laugh quite a lot because if you don't laugh you'll cry in my opinion like you know some things take seriously but you know most things just fucking laugh about it isn't it do you know what I mean very very true to be fair with you mate what does the future hold for you mate what's your goal within the next 12 months I'm going to go on 12 months from now 12 months. Mm. So I can split this into areas of my life. So I suppose in a fitness sense in 12 months, I would love, I know we've got, mate, all we talked about so far is fucking jujitsu, but I would love to have my blue belt. I would love to have a medal, a gold medal around my fucking neck uh, for jujitsu. In terms of, uh, mate, like, what else can I put into it in terms of like lifestyle, like family? I'd look my oh my my brother's having a baby, so I'd love to be <laughs> Uncle Nobed. Thank you. So like, I was you know, just about to say everyone's got one uncle that's a Nobed, but there yeah. we go. And there's me. Yeah, I have to make think I'm I'm very self-aware. I know I'm a Nobed, so I do that. And then in terms of I know it sounds a bit fucking wanky and cliche, doesn't it? But in terms of you know my work. Just helping as many people as possible, mate. I'd, I'd love to just get as many people as I can in and just help them teach people. I'm very into teaching, um, like doing webinars and things like that and putting my point across. I quite like teaching people. I suppose because we're obviously doing the same job. Like when you really get that breakthrough point with someone and you taught them something, and you, you actually see in their face that you've taught them something that they're going to take on board. There's no, there's no better feeling as they like fucking hell, you know. You, again, sounds wanky, maybe you just change someone's life, haven't you? Do you know another thing is when you have a client for let's say three, four, five, six months, but you see them a year after or a, a period of time after, and they've kept what you've said, or they they're still doing something that you taught them. That feeling is it it's can't be competed with. Well, it can obviously, but I mean, it's, it's very, very, <laughs> yeah. that that's what it's about, isn't it? Because you're like, wait a minute, I've actually uh, spoke to them in their language. Because yeah. a lot of people, um, we can talk about the physics and science all side of it. A lot of people won't have a clue. Oh yeah, mate. Honestly, it's goes ahead. You're able to dial into 
the conversation and be able to talk in uh, someone else's language as such. Um, and then they're, them understanding it, implementing it, and carrying it on after. It's like, no better feeling. You're like, oh, well, keep and I think that's something that, like, I don't know what it's like uh, in Liverpool, but, like, the PT, that model around here, like, once you're out of the gym or once your 10-block training sessions are up, you just kick the side. Like, there's been no teaching. There's been no education around how you can, you know, keep the results, how you even get the results, because some people don't even get them um, from the PT sessions. But... That's you give people the tools, don't you? So that when they do leave, they ultimately still know what they're doing. Now I've had clients message me like months or two after they've finished and like, oh, I'm now rather than being a stone down, I'm now two stone down. You know, like they're carrying it on and they're taking it in. And like just goes back to what you said. Like you've taught them for life. You don't I don't bring people in with the sole intention to hold things back so they have to stay. I give them what they need and probably more. And then they choose to stay based on how they got on me and how I help them. That's my sort of mantra. I love it um, because now I've got four clients who've been with me since day one. Yeah. Uh, but they're face-to-face and a lot of it's accountability. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that they just enjoy going to the gym. Uh, Some people and, just enjoy that face-to-face. Yeah. And knowing if they don't have that, they'll probably won't go to the gym. So now we're on the subject. I don't think I've asked you this before. What's your opinion on the big debate between in-person PT and online PT? Because I know you do both. Um, so to see what you think. Because you can get people on either side who can get pretty fucking nasty about it. I've seen it. I don't think there's a superior side. Um, it goes down to preference of the person. Um, a lot of it comes down to uh, how they deliver. And the people who usually kick off about the one-to-one kick off because they can't really deliver one-to-one and the people who kick off but online usually kick off because they don't understand online and can't do online that's what i my my side of it is um and that's like they don't understand how to create a program and deliver it online without having to see someone face to face some people are better talking face to face and that's their thing they don't want online all for it and I, I think it's it's one of them it's it says why a vaxxer or an anti-vaxxer is the same sort of subject you know what i mean people will go well if you don't then you're not this and um i prefer i prefer online to be able to speak to more people in a short period of time yeah but i do like the face-to-face to a certain point as well, because it does break your day and you do get to communicate with people face-to-face, which is quite nice. And you help them form technique, slow their reps down and all this. And you have a bit of a banter, but it's quite difficult sometimes to do that and get hold of people. People people can avoid you a lot easier online. Oh, yeah, I found that out. <laughs> I mean, switch, switch your phone off, just whatever. It's quite difficult sometimes. And people do do that. Some people will then blame you that you've not got in touch with them. Like, how do I get in touch with you with your phone off? Do we send a pigeon? What do I do? Um, So, yeah, I'm a a bit... I wouldn't say on the fence. I am a bit on the fence, isn't I? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I've I've not really got a superior side to it. Um, In the future, I'd probably be looking fully online, like, later in the future. Yeah. Because there's no better feeling than 
being able to go abroad and just go, right, I'm in Croatia this week, going to check in with all my clients, right, we're going to go to back home, checking in, nothing changes, There's the systems are still there, the program's still there, everything's still the same, nothing changes. So I quite like the thought of that. But I, if I was to do that, then whichever gym I'd be a member of or something, I'd be doing like a limited hours in the gym. Yeah. I think just to keep that one-to-one sort of thing as well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a bit on the fence. Like I don't really have a superior side, but then no, there is a lot of arguments going on about it. And the, I, one of my thing is, there's a difference between calling yourself a personal trainer and a coach. Go on. A trainer trains, a coach coaches. Yeah, so I think this goes back to what I said before about you get PTs who aren't PT, yeah. they're just they're just called T's, they're just trainers. What what some people are are people with a piece of paper to allow them into the gym. Others have got people skills, and that's the difference. There's people skills, and you can't be taught people skills. You can't be taught how to talk to people and how to understand people. And if doing if as you as you mentioned, standard on the road, if she's had a bad day at work and you don't understand that she's not feeling up to this session today, and you put her through low reps, heavy weights, she's not going to enjoy that session. No, I've seen that. I've seen that. So you I've done it myself the other day. Um one of my clients did put in his check-in. He was tired the Tuesday night. So I changed the session completely around. Did it more fun, did it lighter, and just a bit more of a fun session rather than, and then I went, listen, Thursday, this is what we're going to change around a little bit. Thursday, you're going to go in a little bit heavier. And that's, and that's coaching. That's that's coaching. That's also understanding people. Yeah. No two people, no two sessions are going to be the same. People can have problems. What happens if you were supposed to do let, uh, you're supposed to do squats and the client comes in and says they've got a bad knee? What do you do then? All right, carry on doing squats then. I don't care. No, you've got to change it around. Like, listen, we'll go on the bench today. We'll do this. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you look at the knee as well. You tell her to go to the NHS. <laughs> Get in the waiting room. Get in the waiting room. <laughs> you tell her to uh, walk in lunges with dumbbells over there. <laughs> oh, mate, don't get me started on all that shit. <laughs> I feel, I, I, to be honest, I, I think I agree with you there. Like, fucking. There should be, there should definitely be a more a stricter process for people who join the gym. It's, I think it's fucking mad that if, how would you have to be joined in about 13, 15? I yeah, think join early in some gyms. I think it's crazy that you know someone of that age can go to a gym, pay when you sign up, and they are left to their own device. They have the induction, but inductions don't do fuck all, in my opinion. Not the ones that I've seen anyway. And like they're just left to do their own device. Mate. I've seen young lads fucking trying to rack up an overhead fucking press on the barbell and their back, mate, it, it looks like they're going to snap in half. And I'm just like, who's teaching these kids that they're fucking hurting themselves? Who's te- Not just kids, I see it all the way up the, the age bracket, all the way up. The f- it's so, the gym is a dangerous place, don't care what anyone says. And the, I think it, it should be tighter than what, how people are taught to move. And that's on this as well. People who eagle lift, and as bad as people spell you with just a U, all right? It's, it's Y-O-U, right? Eagle lifting, is it? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Eagle lifting, 
right? I've seen on my story today and it's pissed me off and it's really, and it's one of the things that I put down I'm complaining about and I'm going to call it out and I'm going to forget about it. Well, I'll call it out after you. Because people who lift heavy once, especially deadlifts, looking like a prawn is not a lift. No. You're going to do your back in seriously and it's not the person coaching you or teaching you that's going to be paying for it. They might be paying financially, but you're going to be paying it with your back. You do not get any extra medals, kudos, anything like that for lifting with a prawn, with a prawn rack. You, you don't, and it needs to stop and it needs to. The ego inside the gym, and I know a lot of it's about being an alpha male and all this like that, and it needs to stop. It, it, people can get seriously hurt. Especially, and what makes it worse is when it happens on social medias and on people's stories. If I've seen it today, then other people have seen it. Yeah, we spoke about this in London, didn't we? Yeah, and if other people have seen it and don't understand that that is a bad form and they think it's right, then especially as mentioned, 13 to 15 year old. Can you imagine that on TikTok? 13 to 15 year old. Oh, look at this. He's lifting 250 kilos here. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And lift. They're going to seriously do damage. And unfortunately, that does happen. It does happen. But I think what, what a lot of this... I see this industry is like people who aren't aware of, you know, say lifting or anything fitness. They they hold what people look like as like an account for their word. Like, you know, if someone's just a big fucker, like he's been on the trend all his life, he's been on the D-boy, cycled everything. What a lot of people would take his word for gospel because he's big. Yeah. Because he's right, because he's big. And I, I see that so fucking much. And that does anger me. That really pisses me off because it's just so misleading. It's like, you know, when people airbrush, people moan about models getting airbrushed. It's the same fucking thing. If you've got some big fucking juice head who's, I don't know, fucking overhead pressing behind his fucking neck, and then a kid sees that, like, oh, mate, I'm going to do that. I'm going to fuck their shoulders up, going to fuck their elbows up, probably drop the weight on the back of the neck, paralyze themselves. And it's just like, just because he's got a fucking bigger biceps than you, you listen to him. And it's, mate, it... it it also goes to the topic, and listen, we've started now. We've made it all going. It also goes to the topic of PTs who give their clients steroids and then go, well done, great before and after. No, shit, stop it, pack it in. I know who we're on about here. <laughs> right? If, if your client wants it and you are the person that can teach them about it and educate them, brilliant. But tell the public that it is yeah. done with steroids and this is sort of results. It's done in the guidance. It's done properly because it's misleading people again. It's yeah. nearly as bad as the fad products. I mean, it probably is. But it's, it needs to be sorted because people are given, um, they're given a, an expectation that they won't, don't, won't achieve. Like, as we mentioned, Sandra, bless her, she's getting rinsed. Um, she's I'm on a while, poor bird. <laughs> You know what I mean, she she will be going seeing someone's before and after who may have been on steroids, and then going, oh, I can achieve that in twelve weeks. The truth is, you're probably not gonna because you're not gonna be on steroids like that person was, and males and females both do it. Um, and I strongly disagree with it unless, and I will say there is a little leeway unless you are fully transparent about saying this person did this to achieve this and I've, I've got no problems with that as yeah. long as it's under the right guidance and the right um, things then go for it all, all for it but just be transparent with the people who especially your clients who, are, who might be, feel disheartened because 
that one person's excelled. Yeah. How yeah. they've done it and no one else has. You might have a client clientele based on what, 50, 60 people. One person comes out of nowhere with massive traps, huge shoulders, huge biceps. And I, wait, it's been three weeks. percent <laughs> 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 body fat, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Before I saw you, 20 stone and not a single ab in sight. Now you're 13 stone shredded. What's that about? <laughs> what's your like go to sign if someone's been on the juice? Like, what? What's your like? What's the first thing you notice when you think, yeah, he's definitely been on the juice? What gives traps. it away? Traps. Traps. Traps for days. A lot, a lot higher. Yeah. Um, I bought yours. I was going to say traps as well. But um, yeah. I've seen a few lately. Um, I can like transformation on Instagram. I'm looking, it's like, oh yeah, six, eight week muscle build. And I'm looking at him like this this bloke has gone from obviously everyone's got muscle tissue, otherwise I wouldn't be able to fucking stand up. But like he's gone from nothing, you know, very, very little, you know, no shape to him. Fuck all. Six weeks' time, he's a fucking unit. Yeah. And when I say unit, I mean you know when people stand there and their laps are fucking protruding, the shoulders yeah. are pronating like that, mate. They've got the V on him. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, what has he been doing for six weeks? Because if he's been training for however <laughs> long before and you've got eight weeks with him, you have to spend fucking four weeks teaching him how to lift properly. Do you know what I mean? And then, and then in four weeks' time, you're not going to build on fucking like what 10 kilograms of muscle. It's like, but people believe it. Yeah. People do buy into it. And it's like, fucking, it's like goes back to everything you've just said. It's just like, I'm all for people making better choices, becoming a better version of themselves. Blah, blah, blah. I'm all for that. Yeah. It's transparent and people know exactly how it's been achieved, especially if you're selling that result. Yeah. I've got, like, if you're not selling that result and you are a person who is taking steroids and all this, then go for it, enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Crack on out. But yeah. if you are a trainer who is selling uh, a, a result, um, and bear in mind, I mean, we, we're, we're new into the industry. Um, there will be personal trainers who are going to, might see this and go, well, those two are new. Where's your results? Listen. We've hey, got- I'll get results. I've just checked in with my clients today. They're all fucking on the way down. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be fucking life-changing. It doesn't have to be fucking like stick man to fucking he-man. No. Just getting that person to where they are now so it's somewhere better. That's what it is. And uh, if, if they do want any results, then you know, I've got a few uh, that I could throw your way. Yeah. It's evolved over here. <laughs> I'll just plug myself, get on to Troy Sealy Coach and actually have a story highlight, especially for transformations. Uh, <laughs> that was going to be uh, at the end, Troy. Um, <laughs> Fuck it, I'll plug myself now. You've done it a bit early. Um, but no, it's one of them things that really does great me, to be honest, and one of them things that I can't control but still annoys me. Um, and it gets to a point at what point do you call them out personally as in Ooh, yeah. message them as in go listen I think you should do this have you ever been close to doing that yes I wrote a message oh, and, and, and just I couldn't get myself sent tell me after who it was <laughs> because it, it's, it's one of them where it's just like come on we, we both know this should be done better yeah um, I've seen it. I've had it, mate. There's a... On the other side of it, it's like if people are happy, listen, I, I don't know what goes on behind the closed doors. Do you know what I mean, it, it's the other side of it. So if people are happy and know what's going on and inside maybe a private group, they're like, listen, this is with this, no issues. But yeah. obviously, it's quite difficult to know without actually um, knowing what actually goes on. 
Yeah, so, like it always goes back to like, so let's say for argument's sake, I fucking bash group exercise like boot camps quite a lot. I don't, I personally don't fucking like them. But then when someone says to me, like, what are your thoughts on the boot camp? Like, as much as I want to fucking slag it off and like tell them why I don't like it, I always revert back to if that's what's getting someone out of the house and into a gym and doing fitness, then who am I to slag it off? Like, do you know what I mean? It, it goes back to as long as they're happy. Mate, I don't care. If even if they're fucking hurting themselves, killing themselves in this boot camp, if, that what, if that's what gets them off the couch and into a fitness environment, then who the fuck am I to say shit? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, You've got all got to take that into account. It's one of them. Um, same with Boombod. Uh, they've already blocked me, so I can't fucking call them out anyway. But I don't know who they are. Um, so it's like a, a fat diet drink, lose like 19 stone in like three minutes sort of shit. Um, uh, so I called them out. Probably one. Well, of, I think I did see this. I've seen you call them out. Probably one of my first posts that I did was straight in on the big boys uh, and got blocked. Um, so I know I've hurt a few of them. So one of them, isn't it? Um, and it's the same with them, mate. As much as I hate them, if it means people are dropping body fat, getting better, becoming better version of themselves, if that's the kickstart they need, then okay. As long yeah, as you yeah. understand the principles behind it. That it's not. I'm not going to go to say the word because it's banned word today. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh shit! Oh yeah. But do you know what? I'm so surprised I haven't said it yet. I know. I'm, I'm not sure about it. Uh, so as long as you know the principles, understand it, and it's not being misled. I don't care. It, yeah, that's what pisses me off for holding things back. That's what pisses me off. I don't like people holding things back to keep people in and giving money. Like you know. It's a choice at the end of the day. They should be choosing to do this because it makes them better, not because they don't know and they can't do it themselves. It's um sorry, I'm writing notes down. I, I remember things that I need to do today, so I'm just writing them down. <laughs> Fair enough, lad. I just keep seeing you look at that. I think, what's the fuck? Is he checking his watch or something? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm uh, writing stuff down as we go along. I'm remembering stuff that needs to be done this week and stuff like that. And I'm like, because I've just done my uh, weekly battle plans and stuff. So. I did mine this morning. Yeah, just like I said, I had sessions this morning, I had four back-to-backs and then did all this now. The grind is up for the ballot bad boy. It doesn't, it doesn't. We go again, we go again. Um, yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. Um, so with regarding gym now, are you just doing online? Um, so no, I'm doing both, although I'm doing more online and my plan is to be all... I'm, Personally, at the minute, I'm not taking any face-to-faces on. Um, I think it goes back to what you said before, you know, about being on the fence. Once you've seen what can be achieved on an online sense, it is very hard to warrant driving to the gym, standing in the gym for an hour, um, paying the gym fee, paying the petrol fee, when you can do more here. Like, but I'm with you on in the sense that I like the interaction. So the clients that I do see, I really get on with and I like seeing them, but it does come to a point where you're just like, I, w- I'm, I wouldn't want to do this all the time. Yeah. It's, and a, it's, I, it's a big grey area at the minute, isn't it? Because I, I, online coaching, I don't think, has fully hit North Wales yet. No. Which no. I'm quite mad about. But um, it's- and the thing I see a lot of it is that with that, I'm very picky about who I get face to face. Yeah, and that. Yeah, and that. I'm picky call, as well. I have. I just have a lot of headaches. I'm going to call them headaches because I've been polite. 
Um, I used to have a lot of headaches um, face-to-face uh, and I didn't enjoy it. I was coming home, I was like, I don't enjoy that. Don't don't enjoy walking with that person. So yeah. it was a horrible, harsh conversation in, is this working for you? Is this working for me? I'm, I'm, I don't enjoy coaching you because you don't pull your weight. You're not this, you're not doing that. What do you want from me to be able to take you there? And they're like, I don't really know. I, I don't know. I, I, just, I just, and I was like, listen, it's not happening. Wasting your time, wasting my time, let's go. <laughs> so yeah, I've thought that before as well. Have, but you feel better in yourself and they feel better in themselves that you're not waste, wasting their time, wasting their money. Yeah, yeah. Because if they're not fully in it, then I'm probably not going to be fully in it either. Um, no, but like you say, it, it is a headache. Like, out full transparency, like this morning, a client left this morning and I like, when this first happened, like, you know, back when I first started having clients leaving, I might, I'd be a nightmare. I'd be like, I'd be stressing. I wouldn't be focusing on the clients coming in or the clients I've got. I'd be so focused on this one person that left that it, it drives me mad. Whereas now she's left and I just thought, well, I don't have to chase her for check-ins anymore. I don't have to chase her as a log of food. I don't have to chase her about the gym. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll take the hit on the finances. But ultimately, it wasn't someone who I enjoyed coaching. It wasn't someone who probably enjoyed getting coached. That's why she wasn't doing it. And I just thought, you do you do feel better for it. Like, yeah. My head, headspace is free now to focus on someone who wants it. 80% of your headaches come from 20% of your revenue. Oh, wait, 100%. 100%. Ever by Tim Ferriss. Yeah. Is that the four hour work week? Yes. Yeah, definitely, mate. It's so, it, lad, it's so That's true. That's when I started making changes and start becoming picky. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be picky now. And I think a lot of people just see it as pure money, 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 clients, 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 get them in. But, mate, I'd rather have 10 fully engaged clients who communicated with me, who did the work and who showed up, than have 20 and half of them didn't fucking bother. Or even five of them didn't fucking bother because it's just a head. It was just a headache. And it's like, you know, it's, it's mate. You know, this <laughs> is like the third time I've nearly gone off on one. So close. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's quite funny to be fair. It's quite funny. Um, so you've already plugged yourself in once, but for anyone who may not have heard or anything like that, how can people get hold of you? So the best way is Instagram. Troy Seely coaching that is Troy with an I and not a Y, and that's where I am. I've got a Facebook page, but it's just it just feeds off my Instagram. Um, I will also add them to the show notes as well because I'm a nice person and right, and I like I don't feel like a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm not doing it because he's another personal trainer doing the same. Thing. Listen, I don't give two fucks if, if you want to go to Troy, go to Troy. <laughs> it goes back to what I said right, right at the start. Like people say, oh, it's just another personal trainer, mate. No personal trainers. No two people are the same. No, no two people are the same. Even in personal trainers, everyone's different. If anyone from my email marketing decides to click this link and go to Troy over me, enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's non-stop entertainment on my end, mate. I'll be honest with you, non-stop entertainment. It's not entertainment on mine. It's just pure. Absolute torture. Yeah. I think I may need to stop implementing my inner Geffen, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, mate. It's been brilliant having you. Um, I say we're coming up to thing now. So yeah, it's been brilliant having you. And I can guarantee you now we'll be you'll be back on before Christmas. Mate, you know what? I can't believe an hour was gone. Gutted, mate. I'm gonna carry on, mate. <laughs> yeah. What we'll do next time, we'll do more of a Joe Rogan-esque sort of thing where it's like uh, I've not got anything uh, planned after you. Yeah, um, that's it. That's yeah. it. Mate, we'll... 
what we'll do, we'll do a Christmas special. Yes. All right. But we'll do a face-to-face. Yeah, that I'll make definitely. Yeah, I need to come get my fucking book. Microphones down. And we'll do a face-to-face one where there's just like no limits on it. And it just, maybe now a couple of beers. <laughs> oh, I, I, hey, hey, fucking hell, set the on. I'm not making any promises. <laughs> uh, but yeah, mate, it's been brilliant. Thank you for uh, coming on. Hey, mate, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. No problem. And if you are listening on Apple Music, don't forget to hit the five-star review. Um, if you are on Spotify, subscribe as well. Thank you very much.